0: Hello, welcome to episode 223 of Three Bears in the Movie. I'm Richard Laird and I'm with
1: Colin McGuire. Colin, Hello. lovely to
0: see you. It's been a little bit later than usual, but it's nice to see your fuzzy, fuzzy face. Well, <laughs> the,
1: beard, the bearded face of Colin.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so um, we'll, we'll get we'll, we'll actually get a shit on to talk about tonight, so we will actually, we'll actually okay. find it very quickly. What are you drinking tonight of interest?
1: Oh, 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 oh. Um, I've I, I got Lorraine it picked us up from on the way home from work. I said, surprise me, and she got me um, Cromarty Cowabunga. Oh, I've had that. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which I've never tried, but it's a bodacious paleo, apparently. Obviously, yes. Um, so I'm, um, I'm, I'm all about bodacious stuff. Um, looks like quite. I don't know if I've, I'll have a sip. Sample it live. Yeah, just tastes like a paleo. Um, tiny wee citrus notes in there. Quite a blonde taste as well. Yes, yes. that'll do me. I've had it before, mean? I, I mean I
0: did only buy it because it was you know that's turtles That's pretty much smell. I bought it for. it's nice. Yeah. It. Yeah,
1: that's a good reason to buy it. And before that, I've had a bottle of salt as well, because you nice. we are the Mexico. Yeah. Just to get you on. But <laughs> you're drinking.
0: I have got one. It's called it's from the Wild Beer Company. I think we've had them we've drunk a lot of them, Wild Beer Company. Oh. Um, and it's called Peel Breaker. It's a grapefruit session IPA.
1: It's a very pagan kind of. It does have a very pagan it look about. It. I, think that's it? A, I think
0: that's sort of their brand. They have that kind of very pagan sort of like the ritual kind of look about them. But yeah, very nice. Yeah. Really? Be- very nice, very nice, very much like um disco forklift trucks we, we get up here quite commonly. It's, yeah. um, it's kind of like that. So,
1: is, is it English or Scottish or I've got a feeling or?
0: they're down in England actually, if I remember rightly. Um, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm sure they're down sort of like possibly like Manchester area, possibly. Oh. Um, I think so. I, I have, I'd have to check it, um, to be 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure they're um they're down south but i have to have to, be, have to check it to be sure but they are, they are very very nice um cool. it's one of those ones though you could drink it very easily for most of the night and have a extreme hangover um, even though it's only 4.7 and um, percent much like the it, it sneaks
1: up sneaks up on you you have a few too refreshing too enjoyable, funny, and then
0: you're, yeah. you're, you're really suffering the next day and um, yeah i get you yeah mate. i get you so can okay, i start with today We're not going to do non-serum of you because we've kind of it's not you know, say it's, it's stuff that we've both kind of seen at independent tenure. We're going to catch up on a few things that we've all we've now caught up on. Um, yeah. so I'll let you, I'll let you start with some. What have you watched that you hadn't seen before? That you want to discuss?
1: Okay, so uh, the, the the first one on my list that I watched was um, one that you highly recommended. You were raving about it, and you you pretty much convinced me to watch it. And, yes, and I did. The harder they fall. Yep, black cowboys. Uh, yeah, black cowboys Tarantino style. Um, yeah, is how I would put it. Um and Pretty much everything you said was spot on. Yep. It is a damn cool film. A very um, cool film, yes. Uh, I mean, the, the cool just oozes out of it. I mean, for start to finish, the soundtrack's cool, the yep. dialogue's cool, the colours are cool, the characters are cool. Yep. It's just... Fucking oozies look like, cool and it is so confident as well uh, for a first time director, as well. So, Jesus confident. Jesus Christ, yeah, and, and it is very Tarantino esque, but it's yes. done right. see, Lawrence, Bender, do
0: ta- Lawrence Bender's producing it, so that does tell you a lot. He's a Tarantino Yeah, producer. yeah, so there's, there's, it, there's DNA there, absolutely, yes.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it's done so well because when Tarantino's done wrong, it's fucking dreadful. Um, uh-huh. And, you know, he is often imitated, but w- when it's done right, you know, you can see it's almost a homage to him himself, um, yeah. which is insane having, you know, directors homage in a director that's only been in the industry for, like, 25 years. Maybe. Yeah, but
0: also Tarantino um, basically done a lot of homage in, in his films as well. So yeah. it's, 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 it's you know, the snake eating its tail, but I don't say it yeah. wrong with it. I, I think people oh, them,
1: no, you know,
0: no. People did give it about a bit of, you know, saying it was it was about a Tarantino knockoff. I'm going. That's not a bad thing, and it's nothing wrong with taking yeah. from what you love. You know, yeah, we're watching uh, films absolutely. now that are very much trying to get the whole echo of like the whole Amblin world, which I think we're going to talk mm. about later on. That's uh-huh. that's uh-huh. the vibe they're going for. So there's nothing wrong with trying to emulate what you love. You know, it, it, mm-hmm. you do it, but try, just don't
1: completely do the same. Try and make it interesting. Put your own spin on what yeah. you love. You know? Which this does. Yeah. It's just a bit. It's it's. I mean, I, I'm quite you know. A bit of a foggy old bastard. Um, yes. and, and I'll watch a film and instantly forget characters. But with us, the characters are so, so well written and memorable. Do you know yes. what I mean? It's like. You remember the characters, do you know what I mean? Each one of them, do you know what I mean, like stagecoach Mary and stuff like that? And it also made me want to look up because at the start it says, you know, the, the the events are nonsense, but these are real people. Yes, and that's the nice you. Yeah, they are all real people. yeah. Yeah, I was looking up on Wikipedia, and you're like, Jesus, do you you know, there's there's a history here and stuff. I like mean, uh-huh. obviously, they were, you know, as they were in the films, but do you know what I mean it, there's a tangible history? The, there, the lives they lived were
0: certainly just as insane, to be honest, some of them.
1: So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, especially the, the the sheriff guy, um Bass, Bass Reeves. Yeah. Um I was looking at him up and apparently had like four thousand arrests and they like 27 yeah. men in self defense and stuff, and he was like the first black marshal and stuff like that. And do you know I mean? you like, wow, but he like, I think there is movies about him and I think there's a proposed one getting made as well. But you know, that's like almost every single person in
0: any single person in each of the gangs, you would uh, happily watch a film
1: based on them. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, um, but the, the, it's amazing the way, I mean, I think the runtime's just shy of two hours, yep. they cram so much in, but yep. I mean, it feels fleshed out, nothing's rushed and <laughs> every character gets to breathe and you believe in them and you want to know more about them, I mean, it was a great film and I, I'm really glad I watched that and I'm, you, you done it. Entire justice. Um, I think I've rated it um, eight out of ten. Eight I'm out, the same. out of ten. Right? I it out of well. Um, and I've been recommending it to people as well um, already. I'll mean, like, oh, watch this film. Watch it. To, to, everyone else spoke to you know, told me watch it. So yes, yeah, definitely one a word of mouth. Will hopefully get it. I get it more and more and more recognition. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So well, I'm going gonna, gonna to jump
0: from one that you've recommended to me um, very highly. You mm-hmm. were raving about a film called The Nighthouse. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. We yeah. possibly math.
1: My film year so far. I think. Oh,
0: interesting! Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so Stan Rebecca Hall, basically she's a woman who's suffering from she's basically in PTSD because her um mm. husband has just killed himself completely out of the blue um yeah. in her mind. You know, there's no indication this was going to happen, and he's, he's shot himself, and now she's sort of suffering with trying to reconcile that and trying to understand what's happening and why it's happened. And at yeah. the same time, freaky shit starts happening in the house because think she thinks she may be in haunted by his ghost. Yeah. Um. I, I dug it. I liked it. Like I would say, the first two thirds of it are a lot stronger than the final third. Like, the first two thirds when it's sort of this woman sort of suffering from PTSD, trying to understand what grief is and what her grief is, and trying to sort of reconcile what has happened, and finding out the secrets of her husband that she didn't know in life—that is sort of maybe leading to his demise—is yeah. really interesting. I really thought that was she was phenomenal. I thought Rebecca Hall was amazing doing that. And it was yeah. woman, Really, quite a very pointed but quite astute touching on grief but also never really labours it never really tries to push it down your throat it just sort of leaves it all very much hanging there for you to uncover yeah. it and, you to, and you to like sort of guys what you think from it the yeah. final third when yeah. it really ramps up the supernatural elements of it I did lose a bit of interest, I didn't really enjoy I that
1: much without too many spoilers I think when it starts speaking yep. that's when it kind of removes you a wee bit from the previous yes. two parts. Yes, yeah, yeah I think, I think that, that's what kind of done it for me but um, yeah, yeah, Rebecca Hall's performance was that—that that, that woman can act. Her she can damn. act. I mean, I, I've seen her in a few things, and you—I don't mean you were kind of texting back and saying, you know, it's amazing that she's not hit, you know, the Hollywood highs yet. She seems to have just missed.
0: She just seems to be one of those ones who sort of she's always hung about... She's been in big. She was in Iron Man two, you know. She was in Godzilla yeah. versus Kong. She's been in big films. But She's never yeah. really punched through into that sort of like sort of A list actor. She's everything she does is very good, but she's always sort of. If, she, if she's a number one on the call sheet, the film will be like sort of sort of mid-range and probably end up on DVD quite quickly. If she's like sort of yeah. fifth or sixth in an all-star villain, she'll it'll do well, but she won't be sort of people won't really talk about her. It'll be all about, like, you know, remember Iron Man or indeed remember Godzilla or Kong. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, she has different actress of, of definite renown and definite um, uh, sort of talent. And the film yeah. itself was it's a guy, I can't remember the, like the film he had done, but he'd done some other stuff in the past. Um, I think he may have done that film, the ritual that we were talking about. The one, yeah,
1: I think he did, yeah, yeah. And there's was yeah, definitely it was.
0: echoes of the ritual in it as well. Yeah. Which, and then obviously that film's dealing with grief and um, loss yeah. and sort of understanding what your role in that in that loss is. And um, so it definitely he has got themes that obviously he likes to repeat. Um,
1: I I don't know if you'd have kind of fell into this as much as I did, but um, the song we play throughout it I yeah. was. Wow, man, that, that song blew me away as well. I had to go and find out who it was and all that, and yeah. I found it and was playing it in Spotify and stuff like that as well. Not so even just like the use of music, the, the use of sound as well. Um, it was a
0: very constant soundtrack without being a soundtrack. It was just an underscore yeah. of soundtrack, yeah, which worked really Unset, well.
1: unnerving sound. But um, yeah. yeah, it was one of those ones. But the end of it, I was like, kind of, you know, I think this is what it was about. And I kind of you know, looked up to see what other people's thoughts were. And yeah. I think I was in the ballparker. You know, kind of untangle it all, and you know, getting to yeah. you know, here's here's what it all means. But it is quite it's quite layered as well. It does it makes you well, think, and it kind of sticks with you. So the layers,
0: it, it's not it definitely doesn't um sort of obviously lay it all out for you. You have got to try and uncover them yourself, which is yeah. always a nice thing to have. Um, but yeah, like I said, two thirds fantastic, one third a bit of a letdown. But overall, it's a very solid, very enjoyable movie. Well, not enjoyable, yeah. it was a very worthwhile movie.
1: But yeah, I'm still I'm still sticking with that so far. That that's my movie of the year so far.
0: Fair I so. Okay, I, yeah, I, I give it a very yeah. solid seven out of ten. If I was, if I was yeah. writing it, I think
1: I gave it a nine. I believe you did. So you were very high on yeah, it. Okay. Yeah, Anything yeah, else you've watched yeah. of, of note this week you want to talk about? Um, yeah, there's a couple more things. So I'm going to bring us down on Archer tonight, because okay. we're both in a high talking about all these things we've enjoyed. So um, <laughs> time to time to take the shade off. Um, so this morning, just 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 fresh off with this one, um, I, I haven't, I didn't catch it in the cinema, um, and I didn't catch it when it first came out in streaming. Uh, Wonder Woman eighty four. Yes, um, I watched it this morning yep. um, and it's two and a half hours of my life that I wish I would have been cooking, cleaning, talking to the cats, chasing cars, cleaning my shoes, anything but watching Wonder Woman 1980 I'm, I'm, I
0: was with you. I think me and Barry at the time were a little bit kinder on it, but it does feel very much like a missed, a, a real big miss. The, everything it's, I really enjoyed from the first one that felt like this seemed to lack it a little bit. She didn't, it uh, felt like it was absolutely. a real there's, there's a story in it that you kind of go, I don't, if, this, if, that, if they're over reversed, the story that, that her seeing the man as her ex boyfriend, if that was split the other way or split the other way and it was like a man seeing a woman as his ex girlfriend, that's now a creepy yeah. fucking horror story now at this point in time. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: There was just a little bit too much story in it as well. It, but I found the thing that got me most was. Tonally, it just didn't know what the fuck no, it, it was didn't. Doing. That's the
0: problem. When you have so many it, characters doing different things, you didn't really know. Yeah, there's like, a real story with the Maxie Zeus character the sort of the, the sadness yeah. and, the, and the loneliness that he's got and, and, and the suffering that he's got. But he mm-hmm. felt out of place with the sort of the comedy tone I try to go with. with yeah, the, I,
1: absolutely. And it was, I was getting I mean, I was only about 45 minutes in and I was feeling what like, frustrated with yeah. the tone. I mean, I genuinely, like, like kind of. I could feel my, my anger rising. I mean, yeah. we're gonna just you know, fucking Take pick a, a lane and yeah. S- yeah, just you know, go away but you, you know, one or the other. It's you know, the, the humor doesn't land, um, no. the drama doesn't land, um, and yeah. the action scenes I thought were terrible. Yeah. Um they seem to insist on doing The slow-motion action shots. Um, the, the, um this is goddamn awful. and um, the CGI was lackluster to say yeah. the least. Um and did you like the first one it, of interest? I, I I loved the first one. Yeah, film. I liked the first one as well. Really liked the first one, but th- this was just a proper letdown. Uh Chris and was was in it. Um and dreadful when she was yeah. she used. Um what's his face, the Mandalorian dude, Pedro Pascal? Yeah. He was terrible. I don't know what film. Again, was I don't in, think
0: I think there's too much. I think there's not enough either not enough story to him or too much, he didn't really un- develop him enough. So his, yeah. his his rationale and his reasoning doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I become it just becomes a, this arsehole, you know, yeah. that, that, that quips all the way, as you say, but you know, there is a, a proper tale of grief and sadness and and stuff for the character, but it's just they, they don't let it breathe at all. No. Um, so I've been wanting to watch it since it came out, and, and I was really excited looking forward to it. And two and a half hours later, I was a, a steaming, raging mess. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: remember, I remember not really, I didn't enjoy it much, as they um I did watch the cinema. I got it on like VOD um, when it first no. came out on like, Sky. And I remember being... And annoyingly, when I watched it, I remember pausing it and going away and doing something to come back to it. I remember being a bit bored by it.
1: Yeah, which, which isn't I, good. It's... Which isn't good. And I
0: feel like if I was in the cinema, I think I'd be looking at my watch.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and I, for a film like absolutely. this, when
0: I really enjoyed the first one, this felt like this should
1: not be where I'm at with this film. Yeah, And also, there's kind Kenna- of idea of the 80s the, the whole 80s concept was i mean like stranger things when they'd done the 80s you, you you felt nostalgic this just didn't seem to grasp it didn't 80s really at all. play into the 80s at all
0: it just I had yeah. say it had to but it didn't really do anything that was particularly 80s you know yeah he was never wearing anything sort of really garish she always looked stunning Just like well I yeah, know, where's the where's the sort of the kind of the kind of like an embarrassment of being like, Oh, 80s looking really silly and stuff like that, or even just bringing some 80s music. There wasn't even any good 80s music in it, to be honest. There's no real needle, No, for that, I,
1: no there wasn't at all, none at all. Um, and initially, um, after watching it, I thought, you know, I'm not going to be a total dick, I'll give it five out of ten. And then I went back and changed it to a three out of ten. So Ooh, harsh, <laughs> um, but fair.
0: <laughs> I, I'm, I'm so, kind of with you. I think I was slightly kind. I'm probably look back to what I was with it. I am maybe slightly kinder on it, but I don't think I was much kinder. Because I really, I was much the same. I found, I just found it a little bit dull, to be honest. Um, and I think that's, it, I think that's one of the worst things. When you make a film about this and bring in all these kind of characters who are like so, and with so much depth and understanding, to them and you make it dull. That's almost a bigger crime than anything else, it, yeah, and that feels, um, like, that feels like you've really wasted the character at that point. It's um, DC
1: as well, I think more and more. I'm just thinking the couple of successes they have had, a flash in a the pan. Yeah. They're, they're just so so inconsistent. I mean, you've got Aquaman is decent, the first Wonder Woman was decent, and possibly the Snyder Cut is decent, yeah. but out of that, everything's been pretty shit. Um, I give it five out of ten. Five. Would you would you change that or would you would you? I haven't, right re, I haven't rewatched it. And I, it? Haven't, right. I haven't.
0: I have no real interest in rewatching it, but I, I wouldn't imagine myself giving it much higher than that.
1: Which I think says I think when hardcore geeks and nerds like us. Don't want to re watch material written for hardcore geeks, like that's that's a problem right there, I think.
0: Exactly, exactly.
1: Um, definitely, definitely. So, yeah, um, Wonder Woman was, was absolutely shit. Um, okay. I, didn't, I, didn't I will swing excellent. for one
0: then as well. Um, we saw it recently, I finally got around to watching it. Now, all the dads have been to cinema and seen it, much like yourself. Um, I went and seen Bond uh, 007. Oh, um, yes, no time yeah. to die. Um, not a Bond fan, I never really have been a Bond fan. My favorite Bond is still, um, Golden, uh, Never Dies because it's got Terry Hatcher on it. Um,
1: because <laughs> you shallow bastard, she's
0: Lois <laughs> Lane, man, give her some respect. <laughs> um, so I like that's my um, uh, Bond Love wise and everybody else tells me that that is a terrible Bond, but I'm like, Fuck it, I like that Bond. Um, yeah. this one, I it, it's a fine action film, it, it's actually, it's enjoyable, it's actually it moves at a better pace than I thought it would. It does get kind yeah. of stodgy in the middle, but it does move mostly well enough that I was kind of, I was engaged for most of it. Yeah. Not not loving anything particularly, but I was enjoying it. The only thing I really loved in it, and I thought she was amazing, was Anna de Armas playing the sort of...
1: She stole the fucking... She came she in and
0: for literally 10 minutes and actually I... stole the
1: film from him. From everybody, she just yeah. what, what she uh, she won't tweet you like, no, no, come c- fucking
0: Swing the camera around, tell Bonnie to piss <laughs> off, and give me her story because I want to watch she, her do more
1: things. She was, um, I hope I, well, I don't know if they're going to introduce her now as a character to any future Bond um, yeah. endeavors, but she was absolutely outstanding. Yeah, well, wow. yeah. it literally was a,
0: a, almost a textbook way how to steal a film. In, 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 and <laughs> yeah. basically, one scene it's, it's not one scene, but it's yeah. like one sort of action sequence essentially, she steals the entire yeah. room
1: I, I don't even think it was 10 minutes. I'd maybe was, uh, be as bold as to say she was in it for about seven or eight minutes in total. And yeah, she just, you know, she was like, here's how it's done. Bye, boys. And- uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: just <laughs> absolutely brilliant. The way she disarmed Bond so quickly and just made him, show him up to be the absolute kind of like almost like idiot that he can be. But like, she just sort of completely, Befused, I really enjoyed that. I thought the bad guys a bit
1: underdeveloped. They did not really show much of him, you know, because mm. you didn't really see him until like, the final third of the movie. Yeah, yeah, totally. They kind of gave him a wee introduction at the start. And oh, yeah. They were interested. It was like, oh, this, this is an interesting character. And then, yeah, just going to see him again. Done, um, done
0: I thought like the him. Ralph Fine story could have be been explored more. I thought that was an interesting story. They could have maybe got into more this guy who's sort of at the head of the MI6 or the hell it is, MI7, that is. bond is in. And he's sort of struggling with the idea of what he's done has had real-world terrible repercussions. They didn't yeah. really touch upon that enough. Um, yeah, yeah. And the, the things I did kind of like about it were the things when it did sort of branch off into being a different thing, like the stuff with the other 007. I thought, like, oh, that's yeah. interesting. Um, and yeah. when they took Bond away from being in MI6, or where well, he's in, they take him oh, yeah. away from that um, and they make him sort of more an independent contractor. I kind of enjoyed that. But then they, basically, by the end of within the first hour, they've tied it all back and he is back in MI6, and he is. Yeah. So yeah. at that point, we're going to stand a and Bond film and I've kind of lost interest in it at that point, apart from Anna Darmis turning up, which was like, well, fuck yeah, I'm in for this. Other than that, it, it's totally passable, it's totally fine, but nah, I think there's in too many, maybe there's something we'll talk about later with, with another film we'll talk about, there's too many trying to nod to the past that don't really need to yes. be there. Yes,
1: yeah, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, there's, what, 20-odd Bond movies and trying to recall... That's referencing this or that. As yeah. it, it, it you know, you're kind of struggling. Is that a reference? Is it not? Have I got right. the right film? Um, but I think probably what summarised what you're saying is, um, I, think I mentioned this when I was talking about it. it as Aidan and his girlfriend came with me to see it who had never seen a Bond film, yeah. and they both came out. So, you know that was really good. So right. I think it, it says it is probably a better action film than maybe as a Bond film.
0: I would say it is probably the, it's probably my favourite of the Daniel Craig Bonds, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. which yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. But I fine, but I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't say I loved it. I thought it was it was a fine enough film. Enjoyable enough, but not anything particularly special. I'd much rather sit yeah. and watch any mission
1: impossible. Yeah, which considering the hype for it is a shame because I mean this film has been you know delayed so many times now, and when it did get released, there was I mean the, the hype was pretty amazing, massive. really. Yeah, um, yeah, massive, and yeah, I think that's what got me is all this hype, and then you are by the end of it, you like yeah, it's a good action film and an all on film. film, um, right. despite the hype. Do you know what I mean? So exactly, yeah. yeah.
0: I'm actually more excited for Kingsman or the Kingsman. I'm actually more take for that.
1: Intriguing. Um, I'm not yeah. sure about that. I'm, I'm, the jury's out now. I don't know. Um, the trailer kind of looks good, but then I, I don't know. Um, it's just a weird concept that the Kings, man. Yeah. I I mean, I think, we'll see. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, that's what I've kind of watched of, 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 of uh, catching up on. Anything else
1: you've got to catch up on? Yeah, just a couple of things. Then we'll, we'll talk about ones that we've done together. Um, just very quickly, Kate, you recommended that to me. I watched it. Um, I gave it a 6 out of 10. Very oh, enjoyable no? action film, Kate. Kate, yeah, that's well, all yeah. right. Yeah, with um, um, Elizabeth Winston. she's much yeah, the they, same
0: as um, I think for me as Rebecca Hall. She's really she should be an A lister, but she seems to have been under the radar too much. She's not really yeah, getting that. Yeah, you know?
1: um, but that that was a gory film, man. I, I wasn't expecting it to be quite so bloody and and, and brutal. Uh, but I was watching it, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> that came out in the same
0: weekend I'm... as Gunpowder Milkshake, and I definitely think Kate is a better film. Right.
1: Cool. Yeah. yeah i very much enjoyed it um and mortal kombat i watched as well which i probably enjoyed a whole lot more than you because i used to play mortal kombat um and see well uh, o- i love the opening was
0: fantastic love the opening yeah after that um, it's a very very quick fucking rapid descent from that point on oh you.
1: definitely um i think the problem is is i'd, I'd seen the original would be christopher lambert in the cinema when i was younger um, right, okay so i'm a fan of the, the kind of game and stuff for that um I remember playing with my brothers and you know, trying to pull off the death moves and stuff like that. You know, I've kind of been through um, it Um, it was missing that star quality. There is no one's pish as well, it's absolute, yep. shit, but it's got Christopher Lambert, you know what I mean? So that, that kind of elevates it to yeah, shit with Christopher Lambert, yeah. Whereas this didn't have any name at all. Um, you could even phone somebody like, um, I don't know, you know, pick a kind of semi well known actor put him in that it would probably give it a bit more drop you might get
0: like say a John Cena or something you might or something. Yeah. like have done something I did
1: like yeah. there's an
0: Aussie guy in this one yeah there's an Aussie boy in this one Yeah, really enjoyed you him know, he was, he was
1: quite yeah he was like kind of Captain Boomerang on steroids he, he seemed to
0: have not was. been the same film he seems to be acting in a completely different movie that's just, that's the problem perhaps
1: <laughs> <laughs> he was sort of like, he was, he was playing a different but, um, film. I did enjoy it for ninety minutes. It was just pure shite, but nonsense. Um, so it wasn't a good film. But it was just oh. fun. That, that was it. Just you know, that this is fun. That's a switch from everybody off after I watched it. I'll never watch it again. But yeah, it was it was good fun. So I it think it
0: was, was pure <laughs> shite. Are exactly uh, exactly
1: what it was? <laughs> and one last one that you recommended to me a long, long time ago, and you told me I must watch this film, and you were quite insistent that, that I had to watch this film. So I've watched it. Um, Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Yes. Yes. Fucking bonkers. It's Absolute insane. Insane. absolutely insane. Utterly <laughs> insane. The first 20 minutes, I honestly did not know what the hell I was no. watching. I was puzzled. I was, I don't think the, I like the boy this. Riding the,
0: bike, the boy riding the bike doing the lip syncing. I was confused <laughs> by then the bit when they're sitting on the couch doing a sort of back and forth. I'm going, I don't know if I like this end. I don't really know if I like this film and then it pretty it much... It to space.
1: Sort of... It goes to, like, oh, you think it's space for a bit. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's biz- bizarre. A fucking bonkers film. It's Any nuts. film that
0: gets Jamie Dornan singing to a seagull, which quite possibly be my favourite thing of this year. He's, and he went for it as well. I'm not a
1: fan of Jamie Dornan, but, my God, he embraced that role and, and just put himself out there to be, yep. to be mocked and laughed at. and yeah. It was fucking brilliant. But at the end, I was genuinely, like, fucking... And enjoy this movie. Um, And also, it's uh, the new catchphrase in the Mackay McKillop house is Tip Flapper. Okay. (laughs) I'm
0: actually quite scared to re watch because I laughed so much the first time round that I don't know if these could be pure shock value, but find it really funny because I didn't expect it. That i watch it again, Mm. it might not have that same hit. I hope it does. Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, Maybe. so I I do want to rewatch it, but I'm I'm sort of very sort of tepid at rewatching it. Like I just want it to remain I want to remain as this piece of utter genius that just no I one really saw. That. It didn't get really I yeah. think it, didn't, it didn't get screened for critics, because people always didn't know what it was and thought we were going to get an absolute kicking, which I can imagine it would get a kicking because it's really hard to describe what it is. I know people who have watched it who fucking hated it. And then, but then I know people who are like yourself enough of those who watched it and said he was on the ground, like at, utterly rolling yeah. at it. So it does, it's, it's got a hit in the right way.
1: Yeah, it's it gave me the same vibe as Grecia Strangler, you know, it's you get it or you don't. It, it's I, not, you know, I, I don't, it's not a bad film, same as Grecia Strangler, but you, either you get it or you don't, and that's it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean it, it? It just as I say, it took me a while, but at the end, I was just like, "Yeah, this film's genius." You know, yeah. it's just so so well thought out and crafted, and just the idea itself was just batshit. It's proper genius. So yeah. thank you for for it's, a, fun, it's, a, fun, it's a quality <laughs>
0: movie. On <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> from that now, now we've gone over every old film we've watched in the past. Um,
1: like week. Well, we've got we've got one more. What well, Jesus? red notice.
0: Are we, we gonna to get to red notes? Don't worry.
1: Ah right, okay, okay. Calm
0: down. You, you simmer. <laughs> we will start with the um we'll start with some films yeah. that we've watched that are new yeah, in, in our multi-plexes and and <laughs> also our um, social our, our, um streaming services. So the first one we'll talk about, I'm gonna talk about it very briefly because you were supposed to watch it and you promised you would watch it, and you didn't watch it, but I'll talk about it anyway. And that's a film called Passing, which is starring Rebecca Hall and is her debut feature. Um, so it's, it's an interesting story. It's based on—I don't know it's based on a true story. based on sort of a lot of true stories. It's about uh, set in the nineteen fifties, where you've got two women. One is um, a woman who is essentially she is a woman of African American descent, but her she, is, she she can pass as white, and she's living as a white woman uh, with a very racist husband. Um, her childhood friend um, is still living in the, within the black community with a, with a black husband, and she's very much living in that African American world. Um, and the two of them rekindle a friendship. Um, after becoming sort of estranged um, after childhood and the test this puts on the friendship idea of like sort of they do always have an, an instant sort of friendship and in many ways an attraction to each other but the the character who is sort of living in, living in the, not living in the lie but living in the white world is sort of terrified of what this new friendship might cause of her husband who is Completely unaware that she is a, a, a woman of, with African or, or black blood. Yeah, a woman I of colour, yeah. yeah. She's worried about what this will do to her relationship and what it will do to her world if it is discovered. Um, in the film, you've got Ruth Neger. She plays the woman who is sort of is married to the, the white supremacist, essentially. Tessa Thompson uh, is her friend. Alexander Sarsgaard plays the racist bastard of her husband. Uh, Bill Camp pops up in it as well. And Andre Holland um, is in it as well. This is quite possibly the best... In a film, in a year where June came out, it's hard to, It's amazing to say this. This is probably the best, most beautifully shot film and production design film I've seen. A film I've seen this year. It looks absolutely beautiful. It's all shot in four in four by three, so it's sort of old style. It, yeah. there's, there's not a single frame of this film that is wasted. Not a single frame of this film you don't want to print out and put on a poster. It looks. Wow. It's, it's all monochrome, so it's all black and white, mm-hmm. but it yeah. looks absolutely beautiful. Um, so that's the first thing. It's, it's for. It has a perf- The production design it gives you an absolute perfect sense of time and place, as is the score. The score is so on point with the score. Is, it's a kind of jazzy kind of mm. score. Absolutely amazing as well. Absolutely love the score. It, it, I don't know if I listened to it independent of it, but in the film, it works just perfectly. and it, yeah. yeah. Performances in it are amazing. Ruth Neger is absolutely a movie star and should be, again, one of the people who should be higher up
1: than she is. And she's not, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, I've seen
0: her in so far. Like I loved her in... She, Preacher wasn't great, but she was the best thing in Preacher. Um, yeah. it was a film a few years ago called Loving that she was in when she plays sort of, let's say, um, the, the, the couple with a biracial marriage and that is illegal in the, in the state. And they're trying mm-hmm. to prove that they're, like, basically they should be allowed to be married. And she, uh, she was, oh, she was phenomenal in it. Really beautiful film. Um, same with Tessa Thompson, but it's very much Ruth Neger's film. Tessa Thompson is a backup. No, it's, it's, it's a 52-48 split in terms of leads. You know, so it's not, like, one straight, but I would say it's slightly more Ruth Neger's film. And... Um, she Tess also also excellent. Asghana Skarsgard also very good. In actually, so was Andre Holland as well. So all the cast are excellent. Um, it's for Rebecca Hall, the debut feature. It's beautifully assured. You know, it's it's again doesn't linger. When she doesn't have to linger and doesn't move on when she has to when she thinks you thinks she should move on. She's a lot of confidence in what she's doing, and yeah. I'm guessing that comes from her life as you know working. You know, on stage, on screen with many great directors, and she's yeah. they absorbed this through osmosis. You know, the idea of like how to do this, and, and she's seen yeah. what she wants to do. So she never, at any point, nothing really feels amateurish or lazy or someone's struggling. And this, it's very much, it's, it's complete opposite of um, the harder they fall with uh, James Samuel, but it's still this idea of there's such an assured director, knowing they have a vision for what this should be, and they they know how perfectly to execute it. And, to
1: do it. Is yeah. that, um is that an original script or is it a... it's based in a book? It's based in a book. From, right. okay. from a book. Um,
0: <laughs> I, I didn't know this. Rebecca Hall is quite a personal story. Rebecca Hall's grandfather, I think, um, lived as a white man, but he was actually like sort of of black descent. So oh. so she obviously had these stories of, of like her grandfather like basically trying to essentially hide who he was because he could live a much easier life. Yeah, he'd get persecuted, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. so it's it's sort of quite a story for that. Um the ending. Feels inevitable it, but it's still jarring when it happens, um, and it, it's it's quite tragic and it's quite sad. But it, it does feel that's the only way it can end, and mm-hmm. the way and because that's the way it does end, it feels really like sad that that's the only way it could end. Does oh, that make yeah. sense? It's hard to explain without spoiling it, but if you watch it, you'll see what you see what I mean. Yeah. Um, but not generally, I just thought it's a really wonderful film to watch, um, and wow. just it felt like. I'm trying not to sound like facetious. It looked like cinema. it felt important it felt like a cinematic experience as opposed to disposable a disposable movie which we might get to soon. it felt this was something that it had that should be seen and it's a real shame that it was released i think on the same day as another film we're going to talk about later on and that film got nothing but like you know pushed on netflix you know Mm -hmm. to to get the the audiences in and this is on netflix and it's not if barely on the front screen of Netflix They're trying to get people to watch it. It's all yeah. been buried to the back. It was a real shame. It really does deserve to be seen by as many people as um, as possible. Um, do you think it will get mentioned
1: the uh, Oscar season? Do you think I, it will? it
0: really should, to be honest, particularly for mm-hmm. the directing? I thought her like it's it's so assured and so wonderfully done, it really does deserve at least nods for directing. Mm-hmm. Um and Ruth Neg and Tessa Thompson probably both should pick up supporting and you know. Yeah, lead as well. But I, I don't know if they will, because it's maybe it's, out too early. and It'll be forgotten a little bit by the time it all comes up. It's yeah. a real shame. But no, yeah. I can't really say a bad thing about this film. It's I thought it was absolutely wonderful stuff.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's what I'm going to watch. Um, I, I just kind of because I was reading about it in the Guardian a couple of weeks ago, so it kind of was married my radar before. You'd mentioned it as well. Um just, I was a dick and watched Mortal Kombat that night. But um, no, I've definitely will get into it. Never as a I film, like... a polar opposite than watching <laughs> Mortal Kombat rather than passing. Um, We're but, for but, one it, of two things, Mortal
0: Kombat or, you know, uh, interracial uh, drama from the 1960s. Uh, what the one. Oh, I'm going go with Mortal
1: Kombat. Yeah, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Kombat. It's, a, it's an easier watch, do you know what I mean? It's comfortable? Definitely, comfort. yes. Do you know what I mean? It's, I can have the cake or I can have the salad. Do you know what I yes, mean? It's, 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 true. it's, it's true. That, that It's that toss-up. But um, no, that definitely all I mean all the names are um Ruth Negga, same as you. She's, every time I see her on something, she, she's yet to Tessa Thompson's fast becoming her favourite as well. Again, she seldom placed And Um Skarsgård, I think, is yeah, I think he gets overlooked as an actor a lot. And I think he can do heroic, he can do the villain, he can do you know, sad, happy. He's just a, a jack of all trades as well. Yes. Um you know he's kind of you know he's a sex symbol. He's he's a horrible bastard. You know what I mean? He can just he, he's a chameleon. Um, so it, it's good to see him doing so many t- different roles as well. So very very much on my radar. I yep. will. I will watch is, a, an yeah. excellent eight out of ten. Cool, good score, good score. Okay. Um, and hopefully we'll, we'll hear more about this in February for the Oscars. Hopefully, and, hopefully. Yeah. Um, on from that, the
0: other film that's on Netflix this week, um, that was released at the same time as Passing, I believe. Um, and that is a film called Red Notice. Um, directed by Rossen Marshall Thurber, mm-hmm. who did the film Central Intelligence and Skyscraper with our man The Rock. Um, but his best film to the day is still for me, he's done Dodgeball. Yeah. Which Dodgeball's I think is great, isn't dodgeball it? Dodgeball is a fantastically funny film, which I do reference yeah. more than I probably should. Um, and yeah. yeah, so he's done dodgeball. Um, the plot of this film is there are there is a, a thief who wants to who is apparently the best thief. Uh, he steals something, he's tracked down by an FBI profiler, not an FBI agent, an FBI profiler. Um, yeah. But then they both get framed They're put in jail while the real greatest thief in the world tries to steal another thing. They get, they're trying get out of jail in order to stop this thief and prove that one of them is innocent. And that's essentially uh, the plot of the film.
1: Pretty much, yeah. There's yeah. not much of a plot to no. it. Um, it, it it's, I don't think it's made for its plot, I think. no. Yeah. <laughs> It's in the entirely film, disposable.
0: <laughs> yeah, in the film, you've got Ryan Reynolds, Dwayne Johnson, Gal Gadot, is a very powerful front three. Um, not yeah, much behind yeah. the front three. You've got Rita Eriah, who I do quite like as a, an actress. She's a sort of other FBI agent, the one who's
1: starring
0: yeah, them. Yeah, she was good, in it. I? enjoyed her in it, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've you Chris Dometopoulos, who is the main sort of Greek bad guy. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, the sort, of, yeah. sort of the guy that's trying to steal from. Um, I'll let you start with, what do you think of this one?
1: Um... I, I I really enjoyed it. Um, oh, for I, sake. It was pure nonsense. It, it Like I said, the, the plot was disposable. Do you know what I mean? It, it, it's such a generic plot. Um, But I thought it, it moved quickly. Um, It, it, it never laboured. You know I mean, the, the action scenes were fast. You know, they, they just kept coming and coming. And you, you never really... I, I found anyway for me... It, it was I was never bored or not entertained because it was just silly all the way through it and it was always something happening to I mean let's move on to the next city we're going to and you know jet setting an action scene and stuff like that and it was just pure popcorn fun. It wasn't I'm not saying it was a good film, it was just pure throwaway nonsense. It was enjoyable. Just sit back, enjoy it, and let it wash over you. And when it's done, you're like, I enjoyed that, and that's it done. Um but yeah, I just thought it was pure nonsense popcorn. A couple of beers, a packet of crisps and just to sit back and watch. You didn't like it. I it was all. Honestly, I thought it was <laughs> fucking awful. Um,
0: the, the, the Ryan Reynolds shtick is getting very old with me now. I, I need to uh, do something yeah. else. Um, yeah, definitely. It's, it's definitely. smarminess is becoming old. Dwayne Johnson, um, there, was, there, was, there was no humour to Dwayne in this. It's really odd, the two it, films that he's been done, the skyscraper is the same problem, when he's almost yeah. playing it straight. And I'm like, that's not what this film needs. It needs something a bit more of a wink and a nod to the camera. Yeah, um, yeah. Gal Gadot was slightly more playing against type a little bit, I would say. She's a little bit more a little bit more Yeah. to her. But yeah. I, much like Wonder Woman um, 84, I need Wonder Woman in the first one. I don't
1: know if Gal Gadot is a good actress. I don't think she is. Yeah. I've, I've think, said this before for yeah. a long time, and I'm not convinced she is. She, I, she's good in Wonder Woman because... She looks apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's, I it's, it's, got it's, much it's, range and much.
0: But this, as I thought in on this one, she was actually not bad in it. So I thought she was better than them than them, the other two, to be honest. Um, yeah. The action scenes they don't really make much sense. And there's not a really great job through with the action scenes. So I was a bit kind of muddled by what was going on sometimes. Also, yeah, some happened. of the green yeah. screen, some of the green screen stuff was fucking horrendous. Like, the scene in the bullring was absolutely embarrassing the green screen. Like, it looked like we were shooting it, like, for, you know, like, a YouTube video. It looked absolutely atrocious. I didn't even notice. Um, Oh, my God. I I, I was just in
1: it. This film cost $30 million more than you. It's the most expensive Netflix production to date, I believe. And
0: I'm going to go with the most of that money is spent on the salary of Ryan Reynolds, Dwayne Johnson and Gal Gadot. I don't think it's done in production yeah. because yeah. there's some really glaring omissions. And also, this is going to turn like a real, a real kind of minor niggle. But see when both lead
1: actors are fucking hawking their own um, booze? So, oh, yeah, that, that, that annoyed me a wee bit. That didn't quit um, although I did, um, just a wee quick side note, as we sometimes do, or I was down the West End um, last week. Yep. And um, I passed one of these wanky liquor stores. Yeah, And uh, I seen a bottle of Aviator Gin. Did you, did you, I, oh. did you think to buy it? No, did I? No, I'm not fucking going to. I don't drink gin for a start. Like, I'm not <laughs> giving Rye Beryls any more money than I already have for his cinema outings. But I just, I was just like, oh, Aviator Gin. I oh, was He back. makes more money off that and he does off his movies. I Would not be surprised yeah. honestly. the Same with the rocks, you'll be making a fortune off a term oh, as well, but, um,
0: yeah, I think it rushed a conclusion that really didn't, oh, it, it, yeah, that it towards a conclusion. Um, it but it left enough room for a
1: sequel if you want to do a sequel.
0: Oh, jump, yeah. first,
1: there'll be another one, I yeah. guarantee you, uh, and it'll be it'll be soon as well. It won't be it'll be, be like 2022. 20, there'll be another one. Um, this it just be.
0: felt so disposable and so like paint by numbers that it just it offended me and how bad that was yeah follow. that's right yeah like it was so much a product of a studio system you know it felt it was literally like a conveyor belt you were just, it's just, you can almost see the monkey churning the um oh yeah, yeah. that's what it felt like to me you felt it offers nothing it doesn't give anything it's just pure just fucking it's all right. it is is content that's all it felt like it was just pure yeah. content. Absolutely as I
1: say, the plot was was redundant, do you know what I mean? And it's just it, it the plot's an exclusive action scene, just like how can we move it to the next action scene? That's ridiculous. Yeah, fuck it, we'll do it anyway. Yeah, in the next action scene. And what you were saying, Spot on it's weird to see the rock kind of taking set third place, I would say, in terms of kind of jokes and stuff like that, he was almost a straight man relative. Yeah. And and in terms of even action as well, it, it wasn't really yeah. full-on action mode as well, which is strange. Yeah. Just Dwayne Johnson, you know, he's you know he's just shut off and you know, there was none of that at all in the I think side. Also but... this
0: weird thing this now of when you have these sort of like buddy comedy things or buddy sort of action films, when the two lead people in it need to have equal billing and equal time and equal sort of fullness. <laughs> when the, yeah. the always a joke was there's always one who's sort of different from the other that was always a joke you know you have like rigs and talk, you know yeah one's crazy one's tired you know yeah yeah. That, <laughs> that was the idea they're sort of like they sort of like the two they're always different even something like when I would compare this to this I, I think this is what the tone this film was going for and didn't get anywhere near it was true lies that's the tone it was going for so in that film you've got Arnold Schwarzenegger and Tom Arnold so you've got one the yeah. ultimate human essentially and then you've got well army um, so it's like mm. you've got this sort of like these two that juxtapose against each other mm-hmm. like Ryan Reynolds is an exceptionally handsome man exceptionally funny man and we all like him they're all yeah. an exceptionally handsome man an exceptionally funny man at times and we all We're like, all him. like so, him yeah there's no yeah. like, where's the, where's the mismatch even something like you know Midnight Run not Midnight Run yeah Midnight Run you've De Niro yeah. and, um, the guy died recently um, he's oh, in Be- okay. he's Beethoven you know what I'm talking about the guy
1: Charles Broden, Daniel Groden.
0: they're two completely polar opposite. Nick
1: Nolte and um, Eddie Murphy yeah. Eddie Murphy it's yeah. a
0: difference you know you need to have that something different where, out of
1: them. yeah whereas this it's not they're interchangeable I mean, the jokes are interchangeable uh-huh. there's nothing yeah but I, I don't know I, I get everything you're saying and I, I totally agree with it but again for me it was I, I, you know I didn't look below the surface Fair I enough. was just you know it's just a dumb action scene Next action scene. Next action scene. Um, I I I'm completely on board with what you're saying about Ryan Reynolds. It's getting very old now. Yep. Very very fucking old. And um, it was fun in Deadpool. Fun in Deadpool two. Detective Pikachu. You look. We've kind of seen this now. Do you know guy. I mean? um, free guy. You're like, no. Come on. You now you're you know you're kind of Detective Pikachu now. You know you're yeah. just kind of replicating that. And as it's and he needs and he can do more. He's got. He's got range, range. Yeah,
0: like he found a stick, and the stick obviously makes some money. But I'm, I'm, I'm fed up with it now.
1: Yeah, I'm getting a bit tired of it. Um, And I just hope it doesn't tarnish because I think he's still intending doing X Force, and at some point we're going to have Deadpool in the MCU. Yeah. Um, And I just hope by that point it's not overstayed. It's, it's welcome. Hopefully not. A bit. A bit Out of a 10, thought, but we giving it? Um, I, I not Give it a six for pure entertainment value. So nothing. I'm just looking at it as I say, like you know, if I'm looking at the ocean, I can't see the fish under the water. I can see the waves. That, that's it for me.
0: Okay, yeah. I'm I'm going three out of ten.
1: Oh, you fucker! So and I and only give a film, I gotta film five out of ten if it looks if it looks well
0: done. You know, if it looks in then this film at times looks so fucking horrendous. I can't even give it that. Um... On from that, we'll go to some cinematic <laughs> releases now. Um, we've got one called, it's out in um, cinemas, I think it's still out in cinemas, actually, called Crime Macho, created by Clint Eastwood, who in recent times has done things like The five 17th to Paris, Gran Torino, The Mule, Richard Jewell, um, and also many other films in the past that we all know and love. Unforgiven is all still a personal favourite of mine, as is My Yeah, Little Little absolutely,
1: yeah.
0: Um plot of this film, Clint Eastwood plays a ageing, um, well, in fact, retired, essentially, sort of rodeo man, um, sort of... Um, uh, he's played
1: himself. He's
0: essentially fucking playing Clint Eastwood as who he's playing. <laughs> and he gets asked by his boss to go south of the border um, and pick up his son who has been held by his um, by the strange wife, um, and bring him back across the border because um, he thinks the wife is trying to extort money from him by by holding the son. Um, it's set in the 1980s, so there's no mobile phone. It's very much sort of like the, you know on the on the road kind of movie. In um, mm-hmm. the film, you've essentially got Clint Eastwood some. Other people who you don't really know Dwight Yokum, Edwards Minut, and Fernanda Uraladgu, who you don't know any of them, I didn't recognize any of them, so oh, it's pure, never is this, this is never the, heard of them. the Clint show. Um yeah. so it's for for like, this idea. Clint is directing a film, starring in a film, I think producing it as well, scoring yeah. the film as well. And the man is like 970 years old. So I mean you've got to yeah, give him well, some he's in his 80s, isn't he? Clint Eastwood, I bet you mean his 90s close to Clint Eastwood, man. Yeah. He's been around for a long he's... fucking time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. honestly, there's times that he looks at so even I think they should cut away every time Clint had to get up or down from a seat because I felt pain watching Clint get in a seat. It was fucking horrendous to watch. You know, it's like, it's like oh God! It's like, don't make sure in get out of that car, Clint. Stop leaning to yourself.
1: I- I kind of got that with a mule as well. With a yeah. mule, you do feel like you're watching like a really old man that probably shouldn't be doing any yeah. of the stuff he's doing. That, and that's that I is I the mule's got a mule. scene
0: when he's getting like having a three-way with three two women, and I'm like, Going, don't let this will kill him. This will fucking kill Clinton. <laughs> so, anyway, well directed. It looks absolutely stunning. Um, and it's very much Clinton's video. He does he knows how to shoot a film. The man is a he has a wonderful yeah. director. He's a cheap director, at I think yeah. he does do things quickly and fast, but He's on time, he's on budget, and he knows what he's looking for. He's not doing a lot of takes. He gets what he wants from it. Um, it's a very simple, underplayed story. It never goes big, but it does feel mostly real. Um, but the problem I had with it is all about, like, Eastwood's a presence on screen. He always has been, and he always will be, probably the day he dies. Clint Eastwood, you see him, you do see Clint Eastwood. You know, it's like he yeah. is, he's above and beyond what he is. He, he's, he's, a, he's a brand. He's yeah. a brand yeah. in it's many a, ways, yeah. yeah, and he has played. Clint used to playing a sort of suddenly grumpy old man. He does bring yeah. a few more lighter tones to it, you can do for you do enjoy, but mostly just sort of this scowling, growling man. Um but like I said, every fucking movement just looked so it looked it looked so painful. Like, <laughs> i want a film next that, yes. that Clint does, he's in a room and someone's just talking to him. That's all I want to like, do. You do it amazingly.
1: Him sitting in a rocking chair drinking a beer for ninety minutes <laughs>
0: <laughs> with his monkey sitting
1: next to him as <laughs> like,
0: Because I felt, I just felt honestly so so from all the, all, all the, um, every, everything he moved. I felt really bad from. Um, it's very much the Clint Eastwood zone It's, it's, it's examining what you know masculinity is and like sort of this new world. You know how it reflects on like what masculinity used to mean back in like the sort of his age. You know, when like men could be men type thing, and now there's a sort of a softening yeah. of it, an idea of like sort of we have to all become more rounded people, not just be, you know, a one tone human being. So he, it's very much in that, and he, he does explore that. Um, it's 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 not a long film. Maybe it's just maybe about hundred odd minutes, but it's it's not it's not a quick film. It, it feels like it labors a little bit. You know, it's just there's not a mm-hmm. lot of story in it, um, and because of that it just feels a little bit, even at the shortest runtime, it still feels
1: a little bit long. Mm-hmm. I can um, imagine there's a lot of desert shots in it for a lot of desert shots No, no reason at all other than you know filling in two or three minutes possibly. A little bit, the, yeah.
0: Um it, yeah. It, it's a it's a I would probably say I'd rather watch um something like Grand Fino again, um, or possibly even Richard Jewel, which i actually really He's not in that Richard Jewel, but I really enjoyed Richard Jewel. Um mm-hmm. this is definitely better than the 517 to Paris, but I think we both collectively did not like. That's what I think the sort of American, track.
1: it's because they had the, the kind of actual people in yes. that, though. I think there was non actors acting yeah. in a film is noticeable that there are known actors acting in the film, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. This didn't feel bad in the sense that the acting was bad, but it did feel sometimes like maybe the actors might like another take. It felt like it, like you no, know, Clint gets two takes, and you're like, That's I'm happy moving on. And it did yeah. feel like some of them did feel a little bit like it felt almost kind of amdramish, like sort of like you know, they're just sort of warming up to the scene and things like that, you know, trying mm-hmm. to find a place in the scene, and Clint's not for that. He's sort of like, nope, we're done, we're like, like, I've, I
1: don't know about you guys, I'm out of here. What, yeah. What's your favourite film that he's directed, do you think? A t- oh. Tough, tough question. I'm um, It's a hard question. Yeah, po- yeah, po- uh, Grant high up as well, I think. Maybe, um, maybe the cracking film as well. Yeah, Play Misty for me as well, his first oh, yeah. film. That, that's a, t- that's taught as fuck as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, just when you just when you're thinking about what he has directed as well, though, do you know what I mean? It's, it's insane the amount of films that this man's acted in for start directed as well is bonkers. You um, know, you know he's, you know, done, he's
0: it. done it recent and late in life as well. He's, he's not, he's not slowed down. No, not. I mean,
1: he's probably doing more, more now, than,
0: now. He's like Ridley Scott. Yeah. He's doing more now than he did. he's like sort of going prime. Do you know what film like this, it was very underrated that he did that no one really gives a lot of love to? Um, but
1: I thought it was excellent, The Changeling. Mhm. Yeah, I thought it was excellent. Yeah, um, some it's, it's ones that he done it done uh a perfect world with Kevin Costner, Clint Eastwood again. Yeah, he has done a lot of good American Sniper as well. Yes, um, Eastwood that he, he's done a lot of good films, but it's, it's really hard to nail. But yeah, Unforgiven is, is is you know that that's quite possibly now became the definitive retribution western film. Possibly. Um, yeah, Play um, Misty for me it, was his first directing film, you not know that? It was brilliant, yeah, yeah. And, and again, just the Beguiled as well. He's done yeah. the original Beguiled, he, he directed it. He's done so, so much, hasn't he? Yeah, but he has very thematic. He does, you know, either biographies, you know, and stuff yeah. like that, or as you say, the, 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 the kind of study of machism. Um, he's done
0: he's done stuff like in the last few years, he's done well, I'm going from 2000 on Space Cowboys, Mystic River, Million Dollar Baby, Flies of the Fars, and Letters of Iwo Jima in the same year. Mm-hmm. The Changeling, you yeah. Torino, then Invictus, Hereafter, J. Edgar, Jersey Boys, he did, remember? <laughs> um, American Sniper, Sully, that one about the plane around the Hudson. Yeah, which was great as well. Huh? 5.17 to Paris, The Mule, you know, Richard Jewell, then Crime Actually. He's, he's definitely he's pro- he's prolific, and he, he doesn't really have a... He does do the biopic type thing, but he also yeah. does other yeah. stuff. So he is... You've got to give it up to, you know, for what he does. You know, he does what he does very well. and. yeah. The one I think I was reading, there's pretty much only two directors in Hollywood that consistently come in on time and under budget.
1: Oh, who would Holland be? I'm gonna say Ron Howard. No. No? Something no. someone
0: who's a similar race to Clint. Who? Ridley Scott.
1: Ridley Scott, the two Ridley the Scott G.
0: consistently both of them come in under budget and on time. I think Scott Scott write- write- last- I think Ridley Scott finished last year with like 10 days spare shooting. Well, so you He's want it done. Like, you want it done quickly, but yep. that that
1: That's your that's your to
0: go to. Well, yeah. anyway, a yeah. uh, crime match it's worth a watch. If you get if For Clint East was over, it's, it's worth a wee look. But um, I give it a six out of ten. Huh.
1: Again, average. And again, I think it does feel like if you've seen. I'll probably say Grand Torino, You've probably know, and maybe the Mule. You yeah, I think exactly. the Mule don't get what get from
0: this film. It's definitely yeah, much in, yeah. that, in that world. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, um, I don't know if it's shown much. I do no. still want to see it. I didn't get to see it last week, but I know it kind of dropped off really quickly as well. It started out with three screens, I think, and went down to one, one very, on a, very quickly. one on a
0: Tuesday morning at two o'clock, like, like yeah. six in the morning or something. Yeah. yeah.
1: Do you think? Um, do you think this would appeals to? A broad audience, so well,
0: that's not, is, I was yeah. thinking because I know a, a bunch of younger guys who did really like Grant Trino. Um, mm-hmm.
1: but
0: I don't know if they're looking at the name of Clint Eastwood as director and, and going that that's something they want to watch. I don't know if people look at his, I, don't, I don't know if people respect the directing ability as much as they should, you know. Well, it, he maybe, still seems to yeah. be an actor, you know, you don't really, I don't think he's ever has he ever won a directing Oscar? I don't think maybe the Unforgiven
1: Show, oh, like, someone um, years. Million Dollar Baby. I know that won Oscars, but I don't know, You're if right? Yeah, Million
0: Dollar Baby, yeah. actually. Yeah, but he's, oh, yeah. He's, he's he doesn't seem to be quite as for me, given as much credit as a director yeah. that he should be given as a director because he is an excellent director. Um, I'm looking to see what he has won an Oscar for, actually. Yeah, Million Dollar Baby, he won it. Um, yeah. And...
1: Surely Unforgiven got him an Oscar, surely. He must have. Yes, um, I remember
0: Unforgiven well. got him one as well. You're absolutely correct.
1: Yeah. I remember a few years ago letting Aiden watch Gran Torino. Um, he must have been about kind of 15, 16 at the time. And he, he enjoyed it. Um, but... He, he watched it with no knowledge at all of who Clint is with us. Yes, you know yeah. I mean? yeah, so, you know, he was just watching a song about a grizzled old man that, you know, was fucking you know, this drama unfolding. Mm. Um, whereas for me, I've got a real love for Clint. I mean, I, kind of, I was a kid in the 70s, you know what I mean? Um, I you remember eight, who Clint so...
0: was, you remember, he is the ultimate cowboy. Our, our grand- yeah. Maybe our dad and our grandparents had John Wayne. That, that was their cowboy. Yeah. For us, our ultimate cowboy is Clint Eastwood. That's how we imagine things.
1: It's, it's like uh, Sergio Leone version of Clint Eastwood. That, that's, uh-huh. that's ingrained in us, yeah, definitely. Um, and then even things like Every Which Way with Loose and stuff for like that as well, which was a bit kind of lighter and stuff. But um, yeah, had, a actually, had a monkey. He had a monkey. He had an ape. He had yeah. an ape. Um, but I, I would actually go as far to say that I'm like, p- probably quite a massive, massive Clint Eastwood fan. There's not much he's worked but I've not seen, I'd probably say. I'm the same. Actually, um, I, mean,
0: I think it, I've actually seen probably most of Quentin work as a yeah. director. Maybe not as much because I'm not. Um, there's a gap in my watching of his film, his um, acting career. But there was a lot of film he done for money at one point back in like sort of uh, like the, the eighties. So he was very much yeah. a, a guy for hire. But um, in terms yeah. of his directing, I definitely, I definitely see I've definitely seen pretty much all. I'm not
1: seen that yeah. first one weirdly, but I've seen most of his directing output. Um, I, I, I remember back in this is probably I'm going to say eighty four, eighty five, maybe. Um. Watching Peel Rider in the cinema. Oh wow! Um, do you know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah. I mean, that's you know a proper, yeah, proper fan. I think this I think a lot of yeah. a
0: guy who can consistently direct, consistently direct himself well.
1: Yeah, he does. He knows who he is, and he knows how he can, you know, where where he sits in relation to the camera and stuff yeah. like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Just don't let him
0: yeah. up and down as much, Clint. just <laughs> <laughs> oh, honestly, when you watch you with Samuel, Clint looks in pain, man. Just let him sit down.
1: Did you not kind of feel the same with? Um, the 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 last ramble film there with, with Stallone as well. He looks you're like,
0: you're, constantly in pain. Yes.
1: Yeah. You're like, you know, you're old. you mean? Stop. Don't you're doing? Yeah, and you're like, it's Stallone, and you're like, no, I know it's Stallone, but you know, this is an old man. Yeah, mean, an old, you know, yeah, and he's doing another expendable film, and you're oh, like, gee, you know Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh fuck. <laughs> I mean, the last one had like Harrison Ford and shit, you know what I mean? It was like the, the yeah, first like Harrison
0: Ford's doing Indiana Jones. I'm going, those no stunt are getting put to work in that film. It's not,
1: yeah, yeah. it's great. I mean, I, I kind of, it's, it's, it's bold and, you know, kudos to them for, you know, putting these old old fuckers forward as action stars. <laughs> but um, it's, it's got to be interesting to see how, yeah, you know, what, what they do and how they get them, you know. Fucking jumping about and yeah. swinging about and stuff like that. Um,
0: so anyway. It's definitely intriguing. Speaking of anyway. <laughs> people and nostalgia as we are this now, we're going to move on to the last film of the week, uh, which I've not seen but you have, so you've got to be very spoiler-free on this oh. and that's mm-hmm. called Ghostbusters Afterlife, directed by Jason Reitman who is the son of Ivan Reitman. Reitman who, directed? who directed Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, and yeah. Um, yeah. Jason Reitman has had an interesting career. He did a film called Juno which I thought was lovely. Uh, mm-hmm. Up in the Air was excellent done a film called Young Adult, which I think is phenomenal. Then he said a bit mm-hmm. of a downward spiral. He done something called Men, Women, and Children, which was not good. One of the I know, did not like that. At all. yeah, uh,
1: that was artsy fartsy shit. One
0: of the few yeah. films that actually came exceptionally close to walking out of, and I say that very wholeheartedly with, with a really heavy heart that I don't do very often. I came fucking close to walking out mm-hmm. in that film. Uh, he also done something called Labor Day, which wasn't that well received. If you remember the one we click, Kate Winslet and Thanos. Um, Josh Brolin and sort of like
1: he's an escape. Just imagine Farros actors. Um, so he's
0: a director who I think he has he's been at one point he's a bit of a sort of critical darling with his first sort of opening um salvo. and um, Thank yeah. you for smoking as well. But then ever since he's had really a wee bit of a kicking now and again since then, um in terms of like sort of some of the films he's done. And I think this can maybe follow suit a little bit. Um, done a film called Tully a few years ago, which I thought was terrible as well. Or final terrible third-back, sorry. Um, did come back recently with The front runner with um, Hugh Jackman, which I thought was a bit better. But anyway, up and down career. Definitely a great start and a very dodgy middle, but he's trying to pull himself back. Interesting yeah. a man who said he would never touch the Ghost Ghostbusters franchise. Obviously, he was, so yeah. and he was so synonymous with it. Um, uh-huh. So I'm unsure if him doing this strikes of a man Come to terms with like who his dad was, and sort of come to terms with that, or if it's a as a swing for desperation of like I need to get something on the board, possibly um, unsure. I think
1: oh, that, that, that's a really good kind of food for thought. Actually, uh, probably about both. Um, yeah. after seeing the film, I'd, I'd maybe say that there's definitely love there for the original material. Yeah. Um, but then yeah, I mean it's a it's a cash cow as well. Ghostbusters. Yeah. So um, in the film so you've I'll, got.
0: Um, well, give give us a rough plot of the film. What's the rough plot of the
1: film? Right. Um, well, quickly before we start, I just want to go on, on, on record as saying I think me and you are, are kind of part of the 1% of the population that actually enjoyed um, the, the so-called female Ghostbusters film. 100%. I
0: thought it was a very fun, uh, well-done
1: uh, film. Absolutely. I was all on board with it, and I, I'm, I'm still... I still Get defensively angry when people shit on it. You know, yes. I'm like, fuck you, well, you've just been a dick. Um, and he head people they of... don't like
0: it, it's not because it's women, but I just don't like it. I'm going, well, why do you not like it? Give me a reason I don't yeah, like it. This totally, involves totally. yeah. the fact they don't like the idea of women ghostbusters. i like, fuck off, get the hell. Yeah.
1: So the first thing is, tonally, the, women, the, the female Ghostbusters um, is much more aligned to Ghostbusters 1 and 2 than this new one is. Um, this new one, um it's oh, it's really hard to do a similar explorers. Yeah, I'll give you the
0: IMDB thing. plot. You can tell me how close it is this to okay. You can tell me if this sums up the story. Okay. I'll give you the IMDB, IMDb plot. Go on. Um when a single mum and her two kids arrive in a small town, they begin to discover the connection to the original Ghostbusters and the secret legacy the grandfather left behind. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's so it. Um, it, yeah. it's a film of two parts. There, there, there's 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 your Stranger Things element, so it's catering yep. for the Stranger Things audience, um, yep. you know, kind of tween, tween audience, um, you know, kind of small town. And it, it, it kind of does feel very, you mentioned it earlier, very ambling, very Spielberg yep. at times. Set in a small town, bunch of kids grouped together, um, you know, and go and fight the, 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 the kind of evils in the world. Um, I get strong at, Super 8 that. vibes from it. At times, yeah, yep. yeah. Definitely Stranger Things vibes yep. as well. And um, possible Goonies vibes too. Yep. Um Take take your pick, basically any movie like that, and kind of
0: that early eighties or mid eighties um, Amblin family film that sort of felt a wee yes, bit more, absolutely. a wee bit more subversive, a wee bit more than just a kiddie film, but a wee bit more into it than just a, sub, you know,
1: mm, yeah. Um, it also is a massive, massive, massive fan service yeah. to the originals, sometimes annoyingly so. Definitely um, so sometimes, okay. yeah, sometimes you know, way too obviously. So, um, do they feel shoe sure at like, times? At times, it yeah. very much does. Um, the last 20 minutes, um, is what made me rate the film what it did, which I'll give you at the end. Okay. Um, becomes very emotional. Um, oh, okay. it, it almost had me crying. Oh, very, nice. um, and yeah, in the last 20 minutes, but everything before that was very meh. Um, okay, so it, it's a weird film. I think, yeah, I think I think definitely you know he is doing his dad a service and and there's enough kind of you know um, lip service in there to the originals. That, that you know, you always know, put it in there for that reason. Um, but yeah, he's also trying to kind of bolster his career because he knows that people will go and see this. Kids will look, love this movie. Um, fans of the original, um, I think, will probably feel the same as me. Um, the first 100 minutes. 90 minutes is meh, is, yeah, you know what I mean? It is a very average film, um, which is totally completely different from the last three Ghostbusters films. But then yeah. the final 20 minutes, um, doesn't redeem itself, but it could almost be a mini film in its own, right? Okay, I, um, right, I can't, okay. I, I, See, I don't the want to, is really hard
0: one to nail down because Ghostbusters, like, there is no mythology in Ghostbusters, okay? There is nothing like mm. sort of mythology around it. Right. There is a, there is they're almost trying to capture. A, a, a genre that doesn't exist because it's it's a horror comedy. But I think that mm. I think actually, if you watch it, if you, when I first watched Ghostbusters, it is a horror film that happens to have funny characters in it. Yeah. Because yeah. there's a couple of funny moments in it that, that are very adult in it that people seem to forget about. This film is not made for kids. It was, it, the, the Ghostbusters film is not made for a, a kid audience. It's made for an adult audience. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there is a and there's a lot of horror stuff in it. The second one did skew slightly more towards the horror, but there's still was some fucking terrifying stuff in that second Ghostbusters film, like really terrifying stuff. The bit with the yeah. the pram and the woman, the guy coming in the pram and stealing the baby, traumatized me. Fucking traumatized. Yeah,
1: that's that's not not nice at all. Um, yeah. what, what what I did notice about this film is, um, it, it, look, Ghostbusters one, two, and and uh, the female Ghostbusters, I hate calling it. That, yeah. It really annoys me, but um, they're very quicky, funny. Um, yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, like kind of Bill Murray, you know, just kind of spits out his lines and stuff like that. And every character's got a place. You've got the heart, you've got the brain. Yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? This one doesn't, it does it I tries don't. to be funny. It, yeah. it tries to be funny, but it it just doesn't catch capture the pick, you, think it, you know you've,
0: you've, the problem is like, with the first Ghostbusters film, you've got four leads, probably even five yeah. if you count in um, Rick Moranis. You've got yeah, um, yeah, you've got um, you know. Bill Murray at the absolute peak of Bill Murrayness, you know? Yes. You've got Dan Aykroyd just at probably his best. Apart from Blues Rod, probably he's, he's definitely not, he's riding that wave of just. Oh, uh, you know, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You've yeah. got, um, Egon as well. You've got you know he is Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis yeah. absolutely killing it. You got Reitman who's coming off the back of stuff that he did. It's sort of he's an absolute. Either they have nothing can touch him at this point in time. You know they're absolutely. Yeah. They are sort of kings of Hollywood. Kings of comedy. Mm-hmm. They can do whatever they want, and they can. Do, and they, they you get these four, five people in a room and get them to do stuff and write stuff. They come up with gold. As as yeah. the casting say- of this, the casting of this one though, for example, I love Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd's great. I have nothing wrong yeah. with Paul Rudd. Paul
1: Rudd is not Bill Murray.
0: He's he's
1: not. Um, he's not even having a for fuck's sake. Well, it won't spoil it, but Paul Rudd is playing the equivalent of the Rick Moranis role, right? Okay, um, and, and it makes you realise just how good Rick Moranis oh, was at yeah. what he was doing. Do you know what I mean? You, you let you know you, you you're just like no Paul Rudd step aside. Yeah. And every, all the reviews I've been reading keep saying there's not enough Paul Rudd, and I'm I'm not. Like, no, you don't need any of
0: the And there is no one. Rick Moranis has got maybe like what, half a dozen scenes, if that?
1: And everyone is. It's just flat brilliant. out amazing. Yeah.
0: Even, even the scenes he's in, you are talking like he's got like a minute each scene of screen time
1: to do yeah. something. No, It just, just brings it. He saunters in, yeah, and he just puts this big daft smile on your face or makes you laugh, and off yeah. he goes. And, they try and do this for the Paul Rudd character, but it, it just doesn't land. Um, so see, there's, there's just none of that, you know, quicken and stuff that. like, you know, you know, just kind of Bill Murray, okay, she's a dog, she sleeps six feet above the covers. That kind of just back and forth Aye. silliness, it really, really misses that. It is trying to be Stranger Things it's, in a strange of universe the trailer, with Ghostbusters. From
0: what I can see the trailer, definitely try to skew very young. Yeah, um, yeah, and that's what I try to say about the first two. The first two are not even they're catching a certain vibe. They're catching a certain. It's not tone. It's a vibe of yeah. watching these guys in a in a job together doing what they do the best and just having fun essentially. And it's sort of yeah, just, almost, you almost can't script it essentially. You almost
1: like every, four four idiots. You know, let's put together these four ideas and see what uh, they do. It. That's almost what it's like. Like I know, know, I know it
0: was scripted. I know it wasn't, yeah. but it's there's there's a it's really hard to quantify what makes the first two Ghostbusters as good as they are, particularly the first one. The first one is an absolute masterpiece. It, nice. It's really hard because there's no one thing you point to go, like, well, it's a great horror. It's not a great horror. It's a good horror. It's a great comedy. There's bits that are, there's, there's big chunks of it that are not, there's no real, like, sort of, co- the only comedy moment of complete comedy moment in it is the um, Dan Aykroyd blowjob scene. That's pretty much the only moment of, like, sort of, like, proper comedy comedy in it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it is, it's, it, it's just lines that are funny. Do you know uh-huh. what I mean? As I was saying, you know, like, like fucking, you know, like, yeah, it's true, this man doesn't have a dick. Stupid yeah. things like that. And uh-huh. you just catch it. And it's the same with even the female one. Do you know what I mean? Like you're watching Kate McKinnon just in the background, just doing stupid things. And, uh-huh. and you get it. Or like Chris Hemsworth is just like, you know, comedy gold. This just doesn't have that. It just it, it, it's sorely missing that level of just, you know, look what's happening in the background or that one flowy line you just snaps your attention it just doesn't have that which is a shame but again it goes back to for me and you I think in particular um the last 20 minutes um it's pure cheese do you know what I mean it yeah. is pure cheese um but you, it, it's the cheese you know you want do you know what I mean yeah. you just you just lap up you know the, all of it and you drink it and you're like yeah that, that that's it's In shit a, and a world, I wanted that,
0: yeah. yeah. In a cynical world, could this film be called the Force Awakens Ghostbusters?
1: Oh nah. <laughs> no, no, because it's it's not it's not even trying. No, nah, it's not reboot. It's totally so different from okay. Ghostbusters. No, it's, it's not. Um, the Force Awakens is, you know, it's it's pure. It's Star Wars rehashing, Star Wars rehashing, Star Wars. Right, and um, this is just lots and lots of fan service, which is, you know. Fucking ham-fisted in there, um, and then the last twenty minutes is you know just here's what you've been waiting for. That's
0: the That's thing. See, because they're like, giving all that fan service that makes me feel the arseholes who didn't like the Lady Ghostbusters one are getting uh, one.
1: It, it is, and it's sad. It is. You know, there was this big Twitter campaign about it. Um, you know, one of the cast was personally attacked and shit like that. You know, through, know. through her casting choice and stuff like that. Um, I, I I don't. I, I generally, don't understand the hate for it. I, I really don't get it. Um, like I say, me mean you came out of in a buzz, or we you know, loved it. Um, I, I've watched it, you know, a few times out with that with the kids, with Lorraine, with Andy, and all of us have been like, you know, wow, that was brilliant. I don't get why these people decided to to take a stance. Um, yes. it's, it's horrible, shitty, and yeah, they should be fucking ashamed of themselves. Yeah, oh, Ghostbusters and... out of ten, what are you giving it? Out of ten, um, I would give it. A six out of ten, Um, and that's predominantly for the last 20 minutes of the film. Fair enough. That, yeah,
0: you're so, not, from what I've heard, you're not 100 miles off what I've heard from other people, so I'm, I'm intrigued to yeah, see it. You, I will go and see it this
1: week. You, you will you will enjoy it. It's not, it's not a bad film at all. Um, as I say, it's just, you know, there's parts of it, you, you know, it's like you're trying to make a Ghostbusters film, but it's maybe not the Ghostbusters film that we expecting to get, Enough. Our, our but then they don't have to, to don't make, it. make it for me, they're making it for an audience. Yeah, to exactly. Not as it has to be for
0: me. I, I, my time has passed, as we discussed it off mic. We absolutely. are now the old men, our time is past, Colin. Yeah, <laughs> for sure.
1: Caleb will watch it and he'll like it. You know, he, he'll get all the shit from it that, that I would. Do you know what I mean? And then because he'll go I'm back and maybe watch, he'll watch he'll... eventually. Yeah, yeah, and he'll be like, all right, he'll cool, get that now. Yeah, okay, absolutely, absolutely. That is
0: us for this week. Next week, we have got an interesting mix of films. We have one on. Um, well, a couple in the cinema. We've got Encanto in the cinema, which is a new Disney film, uh, mm. which has got songs and things from Lin Manuel. Is it Anthony.
1: Disney picture or Disney?
0: Just Disney. Mm. Disney's been solid recently. I'll give it. Disney's been pretty solid recently. I'm, I'm, I'm actually. Disney, who was back on a run, so I'm, I'm good with Disney. Um, okay. On Amazon Prime, you have The Marksman, which is Liam Neeson doing Liam Neeson things.
1: <laughs> oh, Liam Neeson is yeah. Is he going to bitterly disappoint you or? Or wonderfully entertaining, isn't it he? Can't at that be as bad where, is, um, did you ever
0: watch the Ice Road? Did you ever watch that one? Yes, I
1: enjoyed it. I remember <laughs> you, you, you telling me I was a dick because yes, did, I didn't yeah. mean Barry. Well, Barry didn't like it either, did he? It was just he me didn't like it because you
0: know. it was um, the trucking was technically. Oh accurate. yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whereas I just seen a daft action film and thought. I'll buy that for a dollar. The so Marksman's out
0: <laughs> this week on Amazon Prime. In the cinema, we have King Richard. It's sort of the big release this week, and that's the one about the Serena Williams and Venus Williams and their dad, played by dad, yeah. uh, Bill Smith. Um, also on Netflix, I have watched, and I'm going to encourage you're not you're not going to. I know you're not going to watch this, but you fucking should. It's called Tick Tick Boom, which has got Andrew Garfield in it, and he plays a singer songwriter who wrote Rent. Um, and this is him trying to get his first musical off the ground, and it's sort of a it's a musical about his first musical. Um
1: I've seen the trailer, son. I've got to say, it's quite possibly the most boring fucking trailer. No, of, of genuinely, Saturday.
0: dude. I went into it with very low expectations on it. Andrew Garfield commits in a fucking way you will not believe. He absolutely got, and I was very impressed on Garfield. Um, I will. Is say this when, on
1: Netflix? Is this Netflix or something? On I'm Netflix, saying? yes. Um right, Okay, I might watch it. Um also as well as um, the, the one that I'm strangely most interested in is um, the house of Gucci. That's, that's, not, week, a, that's well. not until week that's
0: next week, the week after.
1: Mm, say twenty six, when's that?
0: That's next mm. Friday we'll not so, we'll, we'll talk uh, right. be talking
1: about. Ah, I'm very, very intrigued by it. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know on paper somebody said yes about the Gucci film, i be like honestly could care fucking less and i've watched the trailer and i'm like holy shit i want to yeah. watch this film and yeah, so um, like...
0: also this week if you get a chance yeah. to go see it which i probably won't but it was out um is the newest sylvester stallone edited cut of rocky four yeah i don't i don't
1: feel i need to see it i think
0: well, i'm intrigued because i fucking hate rocky four i think rocky four is a piece of shit honestly i do really? it's like, oh t- it's a fucking terrible film I will break you. It's three fucking it. montages and a music video. That's all that film is. I know, but it's not <laughs> fungering. Um, anyway, no. I think Rocky four is the is the worst Rocky. I'm gonna put it out
1: there. You know you know the backstory about um the the, 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 the actual fight they had. The punishment yeah. we put in hospital for three days. Yeah, it was like, yeah. they'll really hit me, and, and Dolph Lundgren really hit me. Yeah, killed him. <laughs> <It's impossible>. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, can we, don't be so fucking silly. Dolph Lundgren, the man's like a small mountain Yeah, legs.
0: <laughs> Well, apparently Rocky for the recut, is not going to have any of the robot in it.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, and just Too on a random much. Rocky fact, just because um, we're sitting here before we wrap up. In, <laughs> in Rocky, right, how old do you think Polly's meant to be?
1: Oh, Paulie, I would say forties, mid forties. He is supposed to be 35. He's supposed to be fucking younger than me. Oh uh, no, no. He's he's definitely mid forties. Maybe an actor's mid forties. Um, no, no, the actor I at think... the time
0: was thirty-five, and his gravestone has him as he was he was thirty-five
1: years old when Rocky was. Well, um, I would pro- this is controversial and I'll get stuck. The- I know you're going to tell me I'm dick for this, um, but I, I would put Rocky four above um Creed and Creed two.
0: I'd put it above, well, I don't know if i put it above Creed 2, because Creed 2 is a bit of a mess at times, but um, I would, I, I think, I'm I'm just not a fan of Rocky 4, I think it's just boring as fuck, well, honestly. I'd probably go Rocky number one, there Rocky, Rocky number one. Because it's a fucking great film. Um,
1: probably Rocky 2. Is Rocky two. 2, yes, agreed. Um, Rocky 3, then. See, yeah, 3 next and then then 4. It's just slightly <laughs> scale. I go yeah, 4. Then, then i go um, Rocky Balboa. Um, yeah, um, Rocky 5 was one with Tommy Gunn, wasn't yeah, so it? So I would,
0: I would uh, inject Creed between Rocky 2 and Rocky 3, the first Creed.
1: No, I'd probably put Creed after Rocky 4, I would say. Ooh, Because um, i Rocky yeah. 4. Yeah. Well, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was interesting. I quite enjoyed that. We yeah. um, we tripped there down, anyway, Rocky. Uh, no, I know no, I've, I've zero interest in seeing Rocky, fair enough. Cinema, anyway. But,
0: that's out this week's bill. We'll wait we'll to <laughs> find this, Colin.
1: Uh, number three beers in the movie, um, on all the social media platforms apart from TikTok. But we're working on it. One, one of these days, you'll we'll see Richard. Um, dancing Gangnam style on TikTok. That's just how old we are in the gang <laughs> Gangnam style video on TikTok featuring three beers in a movie. It's never going to happen, folks. Um far a Gmail, Instagram, um, we're on Facebook as well, Twitter, all, all the places that you'd expect to see us for. There, go and look us up. See what you think. I've been Richard. You've been Colin, and we have been three beers in a movie.